You're listening to Refresh, a show about things you plug in, program, and play with. I'm Alex Cox. I'm the senior producer at Cards Against Humanity. And I'm James T. Green, an independent designer and developer. So, James, we <laughs> got an iTunes review. We've Thank you so much to everyone who reviews us on iTunes. It super helps. It gets us like up in the charts. So like when you Google tech or uh, whatever, people actually see it. Um, but we got a, a one-star review the other day, which I loved. Would you like to read it? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to pull it up real quick because I, I was elated. I was I, I I thought it was delightful. I have never been so th- so thrilled. Can can I read it in what I assume this man sounds like? Oh, please do. Uh, all right. First of all, we're going to definitely assume that this is a man, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I am oh, going totally. to assume it is a man. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Let's do this, Alex. Uh, so the title is Earbusters by Srep. Wait, Srakapan. These guys, especially the male, talk kind of quietly and then laugh really loudly. <laughs> this means that it physically hurts to listen and I will never again. Thanks for hurting my ears. Thanks, Srakapatan. There's my laugh. Here's what I love about this. It is completely true. All everything said in that review. Right. And that's what I love about it because that's that is my personality. And I enjoy when we overmodulate. Although today we are in a studio using SM7B mics instead of our Beta 87s. So there's a pop filter built in. This is this is what Ira Glass uses, and this is what Sarah Koning uses. I can't do any more voices. I don't, I'm, I'm done. Act one. <laughs> Refresh. So 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 today we got a one star review, <laughs> and, and 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 I have a lot to say, Alex. <laughs> I okay. That went from like uh uh. This American life to cereal to like uh, car talk. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. I, I went the whole gamut on oh. purpose. All right. All right. So please review us on iTunes, even if it's one star, because I, it's, oh, God, I love it so much. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm about to say there's, there is, um, <laughs> there is uh, such a thing, as, you know, bad press is good press. And also, I think we forgot to even say, you know, speaking as one star um, iTunes review, our entire like collective of shows is featured on iTunes on the homepage. Yeah, that still there is is really cool and really. <laughs> uh, we did not. Yeah, so we, you know, as listeners will know, if this is your first episode, thank you so much. Uh, we started this show as um, a boring technology podcast, but that's not hosted by two white dudes. Um, I am a queer lady. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to say something? I, I thought you were gonna say I'm a black guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm a black guy. That should be our new intro. You're the you're the male. <laughs> yeah, that should be our new intro. I'm a queer lady. I'm and I'm, I'm a, a black guy. <laughs> this is refresh. <laughs> I am so like I I go back and forth to, to most people. To, to, I should say to people. Uh, like over 40 
um, who have questions about my sexuality, <laughs> I say that I am a lesbian because it's just easier. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to explain how sometimes I want to kiss boys with beards. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but it, uh, good job, boys with beards. And, <laughs> and, but lesbian really sounds like some sort of alien. Uh, it does. I think it has something to do with like lesbian. I think it's the BN part. BN. I'm of it. You're BN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, queer, uh, queer just fits. Fits mm -hmm. the bill, at least for me. All right. So <laughs> James has installed iOS 10. Yeah, I've installed iOS 10 on my phone, my pad, and <laughs> watch OS 3 on my wrist right now. I knew this was inevitable when... <laughs> I, oh, there's my laugh. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Broken ears. Broken uh, ears, everyone. <laughs> I knew this was inevitable when you <laughs> you sent me... The, the day it was announced, <laughs> the keynote, uh, someone sent... Someone wrote actually a, a, pr a pretty good post about like, I'm brave and I'm installing uh, Mac OS and iOS on yeah. uh, betas on all of my devices. Oh, and I was I like... It was that extra textuals uh, piece I sent you. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And and to your credit, you you waited until like the third build I of did. the beta. I did. So so good, good for you. Yeah, yeah. It was it was one of those things. So these things usually occur to me on nights I can't sleep, and my insomnia usually kicks in. And those are also the worst nights because that's usually when I do really d destructive things. The last time this happened, I re I formatted my entire hard drive on my Mac. <laughs> and reinstalled everything and reformatted all my drives as if I was in an episode of Mr. Robot. And amazing. That's what happened last time. So this time, I decided to install betas on all my software at like 3 a.m. So yeah, here we are. I did you ever jailbreak your phone? I did. Uh, I did. I, yeah, jail, I yeah. jailbroke every device I had back, even when I had a sidekick. I didn't even know that was possible. That's oh, yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah. You can go into the root and you can like set up um, custom sounds. So I used to do that for every time I would flip the screen. It would do a custom sound. Um, I would create my own custom themes uh, for what was that? Danger OS, I think it was what it was called. Yeah. So I would do all that. Uh, the the first, you know, the obviously the first iPhone did not have the App Store, um, and I immediately jailbroke it so that I could have Twitter on it. Um, yeah, there yeah. was this app called Twinkle. This was before oh, uh, Twitter Twitterific, um, but also Twitterific cost money, good, which was great. Except <laughs> I did not have like a credit card at the time, and I couldn't explain to my parents. So I want to buy this software for my phone that may or may not work because I installed pineapple on it, which, you yeah. know, changes the route. So I just had a bunch of free apps um, and it was great. I, I miss my tinkering days a little bit. Yeah, same here. I remember I used to spend so many hours of like my day just doing stuff like that. And that would be like entertainment. And now I'm like an adult. For sure. Yeah. Now I have like, like a day job which is on my boss and that takes up so much time but like i still get that feeling whenever i like install the betas i kind of still feel that way it's like ah the sweet smell of random reboots <laughs> that's great <laughs> all right um so i know you are really excited about watch os yes yes <laughs> I, I i literally lit up right now because watch os 3 is like I have, am like re 
awakened with like my excitement about the watch like it feels like a completely new product right now like the the whole speed thing is actually 100 percent true like it's ridiculous how quick this thing is now so it feels like a fully 1.0 product rather than a 0.5 oh it's oh completely like like using using everything it's like this is exactly how it should have been from the jump mm-hmm. um i want to talk about the dock really quick are you familiar yes. with like the dock okay so for people who have no idea what's happening here so now that useless button that was on the side which surprisingly <laughs> i used every single day <laughs> i don't so, i don't know who you are <laughs> i know i'm so weird has has now been reformatted from utilizing this wheel of friends you used to have to now utilizing um kind of like favorites so you can put in your favorite apps into the dock and then they keep a recent tab in the um farther right hand side so it's a quick way to switch between your favorite apps and they also um run in the background and they um like update much quicker which is super handy like i didn't think like i was like okay this is good but then i didn't realize how useful it was especially i use the app transit to know when my buses and trains are coming and it's pretty fucking cool that it's already updating and I can just hit the button, pull it up, and it's already there waiting for me versus the continuous spinner that was just completely useless. <laughs> Have you been using, uh, I, I, is it called Breathe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been using that. Like, at first I was like, oh, this is like whack. <laughs> but what? But uh, so okay, I I I I do like deep breathing meditations, but mm-hmm. like I felt like this would be a completely rudimentary version of that. Mm-hmm. But weirdly enough, like again, I was having a conversation with somebody about this and this idea of passive technology and how important that type of stuff is, and I never realized how important it is to have something automatically prompt you versus having to actively go to a guided meditation app and launch it because a lot of that times like even that mental friction of knowing I have to find the app I have to tap on it but having it tap you on the wrist say hey you know in this QT language you should like breathe or something of that nature prompts me to hit start and then take a minute and it seems like I know it's like not time to your heart rate but like i hope in the future it does this mm-hmm. or when it activates but like it always seems to come in at the right time when i'm like really stressing out about something and then i take that minute and then i'm like i feel so much better um something else that i found really interesting about the breathe app is that it will automatically interrupt the session if you are moving nice um so a good example is i I wanted to check it out um so i got a breathe prompt when i was walking down state street which is like one of the busiest streets in chicago downtown that is like in the middle of the lunch hour yeah yeah. (laughs) and i got this notification i was like okay i'm pretty stressed right now so maybe i can do this while walking and i started it up and then i got like a double tap that was like this breathe session has been interrupted so i was like hmm i wonder if it's because it knows i'm moving so i stopped and I kind of just like went over in a corner on the street and it started going again. So it was like, ah, you are smart. You are the smart little device. That's so cool. Yeah, it's nice. I really, really like it a lot. Hey, what about the uh, sleep features? Oh, so like sleep tracking or the time to go to bed things? 
Boo. Wait, <laughs> wait, there's not sleep tracking <laughs> right, built right, in, right. right? No, there's not sleep tracking built in. Um, but I have been using that time to go to bed feature, and that's kind of like, I guess, going into iOS 10, too. Um, but it's been super helpful. Um, it's not as robust as on the phone. So you just get the notification. It gets pushed to your watch. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, it's time to go to bed, jackass. And then <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed, mom. And then, you know, it's like a nice little reminder. And, like, the notification's a little custom, which is good. Um, but I've I've seen a difference. Like, I've been more apt to going to bed earlier. And I've been wide awake, um, like, throughout the day. So I like it. I mean, watchOS 3, I I believe we're on beta 3 right now for it. It's surprisingly stable. Every once in a while, um, I'll notice some things kind of going awry because, you know, it is beta software after all. Um, I've gotten like one random reboot on my watch, um, like one instance where, you know, I was launching an app and it didn't really completely shut down. and this is the really interesting thing about it. I'm wondering about the battery life. I have a 38 millimeter watch. And, interesting. And I don't know if the battery um, depletion is quicker because it is beta software or in fact because of all the consistent background refreshes that are happening on the smaller battery. Mm-hmm. Because now I am my battery's depleting by let's say 7 p.m. Oh, wow. If, if I don't, if I don't like top it off in the middle of the day, um, which is really interesting. Um, so I've been like keeping an eye on that. I'm looking right now. I'm pulling up the control center and I'm at 73%. And it is 9.40 a.m. Oh, and I wake mm. up at five. So it's something I've been keeping an eye on. Um, so yeah, that's my experience with watchOS 3. It's been great. I love it. It feels like, <laughs> as they said, a whole new watch. <laughs> so do you think you, you won't upgrade? Oh, I just got a breeze notification right now. <laughs> Take a minute to breathe. I'll hit snooze. Because <laughs> I'm on a podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am super interested in iOS 10. Ooh. Can we talk about this real quick? Okay. I, I don't think this is going to be real quick. Oh, 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 oh my God. Yeah, I'm looking at the time. Okay, so I fucking love iOS 10, Alex. <laughs> Alex, iOS 10 is like exactly what I wanted this like operating system to become. So I'm like pulling out my phone right now. So let's talk about the lock screen for a minute. So if you haven't watched the keynote, I... I'm surprised <laughs> because yeah, you listen because you, you, <laughs> you listen to the show. <laughs> um, but iOS 10 just made like a complete, like not complete uh, visual overall, but kind of like a <laughs> dare I say a visual refresh. <laughs> oh, that was too easy. That was too easy. Um, of 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 like the operating system. So I'm looking at the home screen right now, and the first thing you'll like notice is that notifications are so much easier to read. So everything comes out as these little cards that almost look as like they look like a mix because i just got um the brand new apple tv last week oh congrats on your new addition to your family yes oh man yes (laughs) my uh our beautiful son Uh, this (laughs) apple tv it is um, the only child that is allowed in our home Uh, and having that 
has really made me super aware of the design changes that have been made to iOS 10 because it's like, duh, all these things make complete sense. So the notifications now come in these like card styles um, that are very reminiscent of the notifications in that started in, I want to say, like the flat style in Yosemite. Um, and it looks like that. Um, but like there's slight shadowing that is very much like TVOS. Um, and first of all, 3D touches everywhere on iOS 10. So you can just, um, you know, just do a peak or whatever it's called, pop. Peak, uh, <laughs> peak and or pop. Peak and or pop on the notification and it just pulls it right up and it's super, super responsive. And then you swipe to the left and then you have all these widgets, Alex. Um, and it's like super easy to get to. Um, their built-in widgets are have gotten so much better. My favorite one is the uh, Maps Destination one. So it looks into your calendar and then we'll give you like these nice colorful um, like illustrations. Say like, oh yeah, you know, it's usually the stuff that was in the Siri quote unquote stuff, but looks a lot nicer. Um and then the third party widgets, I know that they have to update them because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like little bugs here and there. Um, but I can see where this can be super helpful. Also, I love how now you can just uh, like rest your finger on the Touch ID sensor and it doesn't unlock. I'm weirdly I, excited about this. I love the new tapping the home button to get into the lock screen. It's so beautiful. I actually have like a 15 minute lock on my phone because it's uh, touch ID just kind of drives me crazy. Yeah. You know what the um, the, the 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 like little cards or what are they widgets? Yeah. Uh, they really remind me of the Palm Pre's OS. Do you, you remember know, that? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, it does, it does. That's such a good observation. It it reminds me of that so much, like almost like the rounded-ish corners mm-hmm. um, that don't necessarily flush with the rest of the display, but like cuts off right before. It's just like that. Um, control center. I love the new control center. Look at it, it's so pretty. It is very pretty. <laughs> um, I didn't think that having the different colors for... Um, like the options at the um at the top would be super helpful but in fact is um i love the new music player oh my god okay yeah i'm i'm just elated about ios 10 um the only thing i'll say about this beta though is that maps is very unstable i which is reasonable i i feel like we can't criticize any bugs obviously oh oh absolutely absolutely um but it's a it's weird because maps is so much more usable but -hmm. at the same time very unstable (laughs) i actually never use maps when walking because you can't like it's so hard like how hard is it to zoom in and out (laughs) i i thought i was just like a crazy person but i use google maps for walking and uh regular old apple maps for driving yeah Um, yeah yeah um but but i think it's outstanding i um cannot wait until like the third party apps start integrating their um, like everything into it, especially like with iMessage because, okay. Oh yeah. So probably my favorite thing about the new iMessage <laughs> is the fact that when I get a link, 
it is like a rich text preview of this link and i know what this link is because i have a giant group chat with like all my siblings and all we do is just trade links all day oh that's so cute it's so cute like it's been going on for like two years and <laughs> sometimes it'll just be random youtube links and i love that i can now just like see what what the song is or whatever that i'm being like sent without even having to open it and the video plays in line in the messaging app now it's beautiful i love it this i have obviously only seen what you've shown me and what i've seen in reviews but it it feels like a return to form really because ios as much as seven and eight was like everything's flat 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 right 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 but and, and uh, like this, there's actually buttons and, you know, the, the typeset is just heavier. Um, mm-hmm. I remember there's a brief time in the seven beta where the Helvetica new was just or, or I'm sorry, the San Francisco was just so thin that I'm like, how is yeah, that was beta going? one. I remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, it was, it was super thin. Yeah. And, and that will like go into like the very slight things I noticed with like music and podcast playback um, mm-hmm. is particularly in the new music app. And then on the lock screen, whenever you're playing like from a third party app, like uh, overcast mm-hmm. is that that return to form is like so cute. So whenever you play a track, whether it's like a podcast or a song, the album art like does a brief ease uh, ease out. Um, animation and makes it slightly larger and then like a slight shadow appears underneath it just like the um, TVOS and then when you pause it it shrinks down and then the shadow disappears almost if it's like popping out to let you know hey this is an active state Um, and it's like such a subtle thing that I've noticed across the board for a variety of things that's just like that is such like you said a return to form and like providing depth right yeah Um, and as well as like this new cards metaphor you can see it a lot especially in the new music app so when you launch it you're brought into like this first um like kind of layer of the um os and then we hit the uh now playing widget at the bottom it kind of slides up and you see the rest of the os slide down and you see a peak at the very top of your wallpaper and or pop. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you see like your wallpaper peeking up. That's pretty much telling your eye that, hey, this widget is living right above your home screen. So it's like these pieces of depth that the metaphor kind of got lost with iOS 7 mm-hmm. of like these things living underneath other things. Like even if you think about the lock screen, like I'm sorry, I'm like putting on my UI UX hat here <laughs> <laughs> as if you all are my clients. Um, but like how... Now you swipe um, to the left to access the camera. Mm-hmm. It's like all this stuff makes sense that the camera is underneath the lock screen. Um, I think Serenity Caldwell did a nice piece on iMore that talked about the different like layerings of the OS and how with iOS 10, it makes everything completely accurate now um, versus like iOS 7 and 8 and 9 where it got a little sloppy with the metaphors of things sliding over, things sliding under, and like everything not matching up. But yeah, there's a great uh, one of my favorite podcasts. I hope it's coming back. Um, Welcome to Macintosh. Their very first episode was all about skeuomorphism and the departure of it. And Nevin Mergen, one of my favorite designers, uh, I believe he works at Panic. And 
they just talk about how it it was kind of sad about all of these metaphors and all these visual cues were lost but i feel like like you said with the layers and the shadows it's not quite skeuomorphism but it it mirrors the real world like you are flipping through things you are going deep into layers and there's just buttons i'm just so happy i I, yeah same same that it buttons exist Uh, (laughs) right right Oh, yeah, in the larger typography. And I didn't even talk about Raised to Wake. I didn't even talk about (laughs) Raised to Wake. It makes so much fucking sense that it's like, no, duh. And now I get pissed off when I pick up my iPad. And I'm like, why did this not wake up? What is wrong with you, iPad? But, But no, it makes so much sense that like when I'm pulling this out of my pocket that I'm going to look at it. And it it works it works perfect every time so it just makes everything so much faster um yeah it's one of those things where it's like the no duh category one thing that i have heard that does not work on the beta is a new game i don't know if you heard about it it, but pokemon go so you know what it works again oh good and i've been i've been catching my pokemon's backs that doesn't tempt me to upgrade at all oh yeah no it works again it works again yeah last time we last time we were were testing it out because we were at navy pier for like an undisclosed meeting that we can't really say on the air but and i was like where's where's the the pokemon (laughs) hey hey you know sometimes you gotta put a little mystery yeah and i was looking for my pokemon and i was like what the fuck i'm at navy pier i should like at least see some water pokemon but yeah, um, yeah, I was catching Starmies all the way home. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's working again because when I went to Bridgeport, because it's the closest Little Caesars to where I live. Don't be creepy. And <laughs> I like I was I catch I caught like two drowsies and a Jinx, and like Jinx is like one of my favorite Pokemon. So I was like really happy about this. So it's back. Pokemon Go works on the newest beta. Uh, yes. I- so, do, do, does your partner also play Pokemon Go? No. <laughs> Interesting. Is she, like, a game person? Um, so, she likes older games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, every once in a while, we'll play Sonic on the Apple TV. Oh, um, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, we were both Sega kids, um, you know, to, to further divide, uh, to further bring one-star uh, one reviews I'm, to this podcast. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to touch it for this episode. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, can, we can leave that alone for another another show. Um, I mean, obviously, Sega was better. So, <laughs> We, yeah, so we'll play Sonic every once in a while, but um, she she didn't get into Pokemon um, um, when it was popular, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, I did. I had I caught them all, and I <laughs> played the card games. I still have all my fucking Pokemon cards and my energy cards. Why like, haven't I seen them? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I should bring them in. One yeah, day. you should. <laughs> for for folks who don't know, um, <laughs> we we work at uh so, you know. Well, we say this almost every episode. We work out of some office in Chicago. Yes, that is what it's called, some office. Um, and Amy Schwartz, who is the designer, lead designer at Cards Against Humanity, uh, made us an official gym of the Pokemon trading card game. So we have this, uh, I guess, <laughs> club called Poke Pals, and we every couple of weeks get together and play Pokemon. Um, yeah. So uh, actually, y- y- this is not creepy. If you're in the Chicago area, <laughs> h- hit me up and we can play some Pokemon. Yeah. But uh, okay, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll bring, bring them. them. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find them. I think I might have to go to my home hometown and pick them up. They're somewhere there. It's very important that you go to Joliet <laughs> <laughs> to get these. <laughs> <cards>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. My 
okay, this is not the Pokemon podcast. Well, um, oh, well, okay. So, but, so real, real quick though, I yes. think it is very. This, I mean, this is the biggest thing happening in, in, in like the mobile gaming world. Yes, yes. Not like it is. It is the biggest thing happening in the mobile gaming world, arguably other than the political conventions that have happened the past two weeks <laughs> okay so so i have a theory of why pokemon goes uh, become incredibly popular and we Go talked about it. it on like open-ended like two weeks ago is that not i mean aside from it being the perfect excuse me the perfect timing of mobile devices that have battery capabilities long enough to power like well. you, you fry, you, hey you, you know for, for it you know this is again with a grain of salt because now battery batteries have become cheap enough where it's not it's not unlikely that somebody carries a spare battery pack in their purse or bag nowadays right. you know i was just eating lunch the other day and i was wor- i was working on like my book and then somebody next to me was like hey do you have a extra you know lightning cable i just need to charge up my battery pack and they were like teenagers um so it's like completely normal that you carry a battery pack and go to a cafe to charge them so it's like the perfect melding of that happening with like the technology of like nuance and all that stuff coming together but also i think it's in the perfect time that like the world is so completely fucked up Mm -hmm. that everyone is looking for an escape and nothing is the perfect escape like nostalgia especially and I feel like it came at that perfect time. And then also it being summer too, and it being a very mild summer. Um, but Agree to it, yeah. disagree about that one. But. Yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> okay. Mild as in hot. Uh, <laughs> but but it is. It's, it's so beautiful. And it's like kind of awesome to see people just like gather in community. I was talking with Savannah, your other co-host of Robism yesterday. And we were talking about how like people get so pissed off whenever community is brought about in any type of way and yeah it's, and it's it's yeah. sucky it's sucky i've seen a lot of shaming too of like uh so much tragedy is happening in the world and you're focusing on a game like this uh, it, it reminds me honestly of the stressors i had as a little kid i it was an escape and now this is like yes terrible horrible things are happening it's hurting my friends and family and you know what? I just need to go for a walk and throw some virtual balls at <laughs> some little virtual monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's like perfectly okay to like have a moment of self care for yourself. It's nice, like mm-hmm. for a brief moment, not to think about Black Death um, and just like catch a fucking jinx. Well, one hand on a box of Little Caesars on the bus, and the other <laughs> hand catching a jinx. You know, it's 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 nice. It's nice. You know about the whole super problematic thing with Jinx, right? Uh, oh, fuck. Wait, what? What happened? Oh, oh boy. We'll put a link to... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. the blackface thing. Uh, oh, shit. I just completely forgot about that. Fuck. Th- it was very okay. quickly changed, though. Like, yeah, I, I, that like is a right. A decade ago. Shit. I remember it now. No, but it's 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 kind of like you're reclaiming Jinx, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just curious. No, uh, I remember it now. Like I would, it, But I, I love yeah. that you forgot. Yeah, Does I did. Does that make sense? No, it, it makes sense completely. I'm sorry that I reminded you. No, no, no. It did. It did. Because, like, I remember, I, like, completely remember it now. Like, like it was yesterday. And I completely forgot, like, when I was check, 
catching this jinx on mm-hmm. the bus, like I was just immediately in nostalgia mode. And I remember, you know, and then I remember like awoke James uh, popped back up and I was like, oh, fuck, you're the Pokemon that was modeled after blackface. So shit. Uh, yeah. But I remember now. Did that register with you as a kid? Um, It it took time because I was also a very curious kid. Mm-hmm. So I Googled or Netscaped or Alta Vista'd everything <laughs> um, in, in, my, in my time of day. And okay, so like, I don't know how we can bring this up lightly. So I grew up incredibly religious mm-hmm. and my dad was a minister. Um, so I had to play Pokemon in secret because like they thought it was the you know devil monsters i mean christians so, yeah. often they still think yeah. it now <laughs> yeah so you know i heard that like brought in the church you know like it was so wild like there were full sermons brought about on pokemon but then like me like right before Sunday school like me and a bunch of kids we would trade them in the bathrooms so the deacons wouldn't see us um, <laughs> we did it was like a it was like oh yeah I, I got a holographic Venusaur and like we would trade them but they definitely mentioned the jinx um in a service uh about that about like how you know it's modeled after mammies and mm-hmm. all those things but but yeah, that was when I remember. But then I forgot about it until you just reminded me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah. O- it's okay. It's okay. It, it, it's interesting. Like, um, I I really like how Pokemon has slowly progressed to address all of its problematic issues in the characters as well as um, in, in sort of the gameplay. Like, there's less of an emphasis on fighting. There's uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. genders. While you still have to pick a gender, they look much more ambiguous. Um, yeah. And especially with Pokemon Go, you there are three teams, Valor, Mystic, and Instinct. Um, and two of the three are, uh, I assume that they are women based on their names. Mm-hmm. Um, but all three are, are fairly androgynous looking. Um, and I mean, you could, uh, yes, they are incredibly skinny to the point, but they look like anime characters, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I just, I don't know. Like, and also they're unapologetic, like Valor, which some people have said is a very aggressive and not great uh, team to be a part. What team are you? Oh, you know what? I have to, I have to check. Sorry, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm Team Valor, and like this, <laughs> this, I am calling her a boss ass bitch. Like she is unapologetically like ruthless. Not not all Team Valor people are, but anyway, <laughs> not um, all Team Valor. Not, <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> not all Team Valor. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna totally uh, plug. I, I I wrote this really cool. Uh, I, I almost said I wrote a really cool thing. I I had the privilege of writing something about growing up with Pokemon, and um, the first time I was able to play like an RPG as a a girl when I was a kid. And it was just, it was Pokemon crystal. It was so cool. Uh, I think we're running out of time. Do you, Oh, Oh, here's okay. So here's another thing that I love about Pokemon go is it is a fantastic way for introverts to hang out together in groups. Um, and both my partner and I are playing it religiously. Um, and here in, so one thing about being a lesbian that is pretty great uh, <laughs> is usually your periods sync up and oh, you can yeah. just sit, yeah. <laughs> you can just sit on the couch and be miserable together and it's <laughs> like oh, Pokemon Pokemon because none of <laughs> neither of us want sex and you know 
Uh, anyway, we are running short on time. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, oh, totally. Um, should we say really quick things that we're doing? Maybe coming up? If people want to go? Yes. Okay. Go. Um, I will be at Weapons of Mass Creation Fest. Yay! On August 5th through the 7th, I will be doing a live show with um, my the co-host of my other podcast, Open Ended, on the Sunday of that day. And then right after that, we are doing the Sounds Like Chicago Podcast Festival happening right here in Chicago at the Steppenwolf Theater. So you should definitely Google Sounds Like Chicago at Steppenwolf and we pop right up. This is for Open Ended. Um, I think that's all I got. Uh, Cards Against Humanity is going to be at Gen Con. If you live in Indianapolis, please come to our concert. It is so much fun, and it's one of the the coolest things we do every year. Um, and you should listen to my other show, Robism, with with my co-host Savannah Million, and it's a show about robots, feminism, and technology, but mostly robots. Um, and people have been getting mad because we have not released an episode in like a month, but I really care about quality over quantity, and we've recorded so we've recorded so much content. Um, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, but it it's gonna be. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about it, and and we have live events coming. Up that I can't talk about yet, but um, yes. a lot of the post loudness folks are going to be at XO. I was just about to say Portland. that. Yes. Yeah, yes. we're gonna have a meetup and uh, potentially a little uh, nighttime party. We'll we'll see. Like XOXO, like everybody just you know flows about. So if you're going to XOXO, please hit us up um, in the XOXO Slack or just if you're in in Portland. Like I have lots of friends in Portland who don't go to XOXO and we still hang out. Yeah. Um. All right. So you can find me on Twitter. At, at Alex Cox spelled A-L-E-X-C-O-X not the other way <laughs> not the other way and you can find me at underscore James T. Green don't forget the underscore and uh, please even if you want to give us one star <laughs> rate us on iTunes it helps a lot and and if you want to recommend us to your friends we are on the front page uh, <laughs> so hopefully and we will be for about another week mm-hmm. um, and make sure to recommend us on Overcast too mm-hmm. uh, or Pocket Cast or whatever casting app you use um, uh, that's, that's about it yeah that's, that's the breaks um, so this has been another episode of Refresh where the F in F5 stands for, ah, oh, damn it. This is a difficult one. Oh, Forks shoot. of iOS? That doesn't work. Forks of iOS? Isn't no, there um, forks of, like, because there's, there's iOS for iPad and iOS. Oh, that, that is a stretch. I, yep. wanted to, I wanted to say something with periods. But um, I, 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 uh, I have, uh, I've, I've got nothing. Fallopian tubes. Fallopian. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> fallopian tubes. I, I, I'm going to. You know what? The FNF5 stands for fallopian tubes. They're great, but sometimes terrible. It depends on your <laughs> opinions about children and periods. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>